is not intended to spread hate or discontent. It's not intended to target anyone with differing beliefs. It, it, it is not saying with some kind of innate pride that I am right, we are right, everybody else is wrong. But what my message intends to be is, is pointing out the truth as I understand it in the Word of God. And my understanding is that's what we're supposed to try to do. Figure out what the Word of God says and then... Put it into practice, believe it, and teach it. And so that's what we're going to do. Our overriding philosophy here ought to be, as Christians, ought to be, first of all, unity in essentials. There are some things that are non-negotiable, okay? We'll talk about some of those. They're just non-negotiable. If we're going to have fellowship, we've got to have unity in the essentials. And then liberty in non-essentials. If, if the Bible doesn't specifically address something, then we may have differing beliefs about that, but let's have liberty, and then love or charity in all things. This is no excuse. Look, if some, we're feeding Islamic children. 97% of them, anyhow, statistically, are Islamic. There's no point in being hateful to them and mean to them because they believe differently than we believe as born-again children of God, as Christians. We should, in fact, be very friendly. We, should, we are ambassadors for Christ. Wherever we go, you guys, the Kellys, are ambassadors for Christ in, in, in the South Pacific there, in, in, in Central America, in Mexico, wherever you've been. You are, and, and guess what? Orion, you're an ambassador for Christ when you go over to the Navy base and when you go on the, on the camping things and, and go to these conferences that you have. And, I mean, all of us are. Wherever we happen to be, in our neighborhoods, at work, at play, uh, the chaplains that we have here, three of them today, uh, they're, they're, they're ambassadors for Christ wherever they might happen to be. Now, I got this yesterday from an incredible missionary friend. I mean, incredible. This guy is, a, is the real deal missionary-wise. I can't even go into that, but just trust me on this. He's, he's an incredible guy. And it says, here's what he said. He said, it's Saturday morning, and I'm sitting on the balcony of my hotel. In the background, I'm hearing a group of people praying. Earlier, they had come together to sing. It could be any church service I have seen and heard in a number of countries I have visited in the past 40 years. But here in Nepal, those who are singing and collectively praying are not Pentecostals or Baptists, but a group of Buddhist nuns. I've often argued, now stay with me, don't, don't bail on this sentence right here, okay? I have often argued that when it comes to religion in terms of form and function, we are more alike than we are different. The form of expression of faith by the Buddhist, Hindu, or Muslim is through chant, using symbols of beads, prayer wheels, or an icon that we call idols, uh, and is to present petitions to ancestors, gods, or goddesses. The forms for Christians are only slightly different, depending on the denomination. The icon of the cross, the dove, or the bread and, and fruit of the vine are similar to idols in function, a visual reminder of our creed. Prayer, lifting up hands and praise in the average Christian church are remarkably familiar as the ecstatic utterances the red-robed nuns are repeating. And then note this, this next sentence or two. God has made man with the innate desire to know where he came from, what's the meaning of life, and what happens after we die. Some people think they have it all figured out, serving a cultural Christ, as do those who pray to a cultural Buddha, Allah, or Krishna. In reality, we all seek for enlightenment. Now, there's, th that, 
that writing is just pregnant with all kinds of meaning. It's incredible, uh, and I wish I had time to dwell on some more. So I'm not debating, though, the similarities or sincerity, but like baseball, there are rules that God has spelled out in his word that behooves us to seek the truth. And if there is a right path, to find that right path. Uh, You've heard it said, all religions are like spokes on a giant wagon wheel. And all the spokes lead to the center or the hub, so that all religions lead to the hub. I suppose if when you die you want to go to the hub, that's all right. But when I die, I want to go to heaven. Amen? I want to be with my Savior, Jesus Christ. And in fact, when you die, if you're not a born-again child of God, you don't go to the hub or the club. You go to a place called hell, that we call hell, a place called the the lake of fire. Uh, C.S. Lewis said, I believe in Christianity as I believe in the, uh, that the sun is risen, not only because I see it, but because by it, I see everything else. The world around us reveals God, if we just look, we, we're in a very critical age in our country, in a very critical state. We believe in pluralism, and we should, but non-Judeo-Christian religions are becoming part of the fabric that is America. And while we welcome diversity of races and nationalities as one of our core values, when we err if we give equal weight to every religion or every belief system. The challenge for our republic that is the United States of America is to embrace all people while retaining the uniqueness that is American that has produced the incredible freedoms that we all enjoy. Our freedoms and resultant blessings are based on the fact that, like it or not, our nation was put together using Judeo-Christian values, teachings, and belief systems. So here's a fair question. Do all religions lead to heaven? That's a fair question. And a skeptic has every right to ask that, and and you have every right to ask that, Uh, but let's answer it from the Word of God. Are all religions fundamentally the same, only superficially different? We've pointed out, the missionary did, how there are similarities. Prayers, all religions make some kind of prayers. All of them recognize some uh, superior, supreme being of some kind, not the same type, but of some kind. Uh, and so on. So Gandhi said, my position is that all the great religions are fundamentally equal. Rama Krishna said, truth is one, sages call it by various names. Uh, Samakas said, Samakas, uh, a, a Samaritan perhaps who converted to Judaism became a rabbi, the heart of so great a mystery cannot be reached by following one road only. That's his philosophy. And, and while we should be tolerant, please be tolerant of others. Respect their rights to have their view. You cannot force someone into Christianity. The the idea of the Koran or the sword is, is not a value that we treasure in Christianity. The Bible or the sword. If you don't believe us, we're going to kill you. That's not how you evangelize. It's not very, it's not very biblical and it's certainly not very effective. And, and, and so that's not our goal. Tolerant and respectful, but to declare that mutually contradictive Uh, contradictory views are equally valid or true is wrong. R.C. Sproul, how many know that name? R.C. Sproul says this, we must note the difference between equal toleration under the law and equal validity according to truth. I'm going to make a statement here and uh, 
those who say all religions are the same know very little about biblical Christianity. It is, after all, truth that really matters, not tolerance or sincerity. Hitler was sincere, but he was wrong. A man on the wrong train may have made a, a sincere decision, thought he was getting on the right train, but he's going to go to the wrong place. A Hindu mother may uh, sincerely offer her child as a sacrifice to the goddess Kali, but it's a tragedy nonetheless. Faith should be based on something. For it to be valid and viable, that something must be true and real. It is not enough to worship God. We must worship the God who is. Some religions are like bridges to nowhere. Have you ever heard something called a bridge to nowhere? The 54 exchange, uh, for some reason, uh, was held up uh, some snail darter or least turn or I don't know what, some crazy mosquito. I don't know. There was something. And, and so for a long time, the, uh, when, to, to join to 5 South, this 54 just kind of was suspended up in the air. And there was, you remember that? You guys remember that back a few years ago? Some of you are saying, what are you talking about? Okay, I've been here a long time, right? And it was just sitting there, and, and, and they had barricades and everything, but it was a bridge to nowhere. When absolutely, if you look up Wikipedia, look up Bridge to Nowhere, you'll find all kinds of them all over the country that go, there's this great bridge, there's nothing over here, nothing over here. There's just this great bridge. A lot of religions absolutely are like that. Jesus, on the other hand, is the only bridge from lost mankind, sinful mankind, to Almighty God. That's a bold statement. It's scriptural. It's truth. In John's Gospel, chapter 14, verse 6, I am the way, as in highway, I am the truth, as in reality, and the life, fulfilled physical life, now and eternal life later. I am the way, the truth, the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus said that. That is totally exclusive. There is no way you can work that into the idea and notion of all religions wind up in the same place in heaven. There's no way. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Then another place, he said, Matthew chapter 7, verse 14, he said that, that because straight or narrow is the gate and narrow or pressed together is the way which leads to life everlasting and few there be that find it. Wow. Let's talk about truth for a minute. You're going to go work for American Airlines sometime this week. Probably you'll fly a plane. More than likely, they're going to direct you onto a specific runway. If you say, you know what, I'd rather go over here, uh, they're, going to not, they're going to frown on that. Runways are kind of like that. They're one way. Math formulas are like that. And I'm not a big math guy, so I won't even try to give an example of that. <laughs> I just heard someone say that one time, and it sounded good. I can tell you sports are like that. Even the kids know that. You can't just hit the ball and, and touch home plate, and you've made a home run. You can't hit the ball and run to third base, and you've got...